Hello and welcome to another episode of Jerk and Soy. My name is Jerk. My name is Soy. And welcome to another episode of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who got it wrong this time? That is still what this is. That is still uh-huh. what this is. Yep, 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 yep. That is still what's it. Our podcast where we give unqualified and unsolicited opinions on pop culture. And in this way, wow, I was quite nervous just now. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just made fun of you. Like, let me make sure I get this out in one breath wow i'm i'm happy that you did yep. i'm happy that you did <laughs> How has your week been thus far? Uh, it's been pretty crappy, man. Not gonna lie. I've been studying. And how's that been going for you? Not well. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have a massive multi-day exam next week. I was gonna say you win some and you lose some. That's not a good thing to lose. You know, C's get degrees. C's I get suppose. degrees. I suppose. And that's, that's, that ha- that's my mindset now because there is so much stuff. I don't know how people do it. Oh, well, I'm glad to be doing this. I'm taking a break from being really sad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to do this which is fun okay that's cool oh yeah yeah how are you you oh, know what i, got it I personally am prosperous thriving you hear that you hear that that was the sound of a car just passing by because the window is open cracked just ever so slightly and uh, a nice breeze is coming in the sun is still shining and it is 7 p.m you know what that means that means that spring is here and summer is on the precipice so i'm happy okay okay really so, i want to i feel like eventually Eventually, we should collect a or make a collection of your non-answers to this question. (laughs) Wouldn't I make such a fantastic lawyer? I non-answer all the time and regularly people don't really realize Mm -hmm. it's it's a gift, really. Okay. (laughs) It's a talent. (laughs) It's a superpower. Yep, 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 yep. Use it when you need to. Right. Gets you out of any gif. Anyways, shall we start with Rate the Apology? Well, in Rate the Apology is the segment in which we find an apology, because there always is one, on the internet and give it a rating in a lighthearted, funny way. And in this week... Uh, I feel like it was self-explanatory. Was it? The segment's called Rate the Apology. I don't know. I was just trying to provide some structure to the show. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Somebody's got to do the heavy lifting around here. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Please tell us who. In this week, we have James Charles. And you're going to say, what do you mean, rate the apology? Is this an old one? No, this is one that was released just a week ago. It comes from James Charles, who what is, is a- he? Wait, sorry, can we backtrack? Who sure. Is he? What does he do? Oh, no. Wow. I mean, not pulling my weight. He is a in YouTuber and influencer who seems quite successful and has makeup available for sale at retailers. Mm. Okay, that's what I thought it was. All right. I was hoping maybe he does something else too, but okay. Yep. Got it. Keep going. (laughs) And he's okay. So here's just some context for it. He's apologizing because he engaged the trigger warning for what is this? Uh, Sexual assault? Whoa. Question mark. So what issue ensues when he engages in conversation online on a social media platform with two individuals who are under the age of 18? However, they engaged and prefaced this their whole interaction on the basis that they were 18. Allegedly. All allegedly. allegedly. And so, oh, here is the insert clip. I fucked up and I needed to take accountability for my actions and most importantly, apologize to the people that were affected by them. These conversations should have never happened, point blank period. There's no excuse for it. There's no if, ands, or buts. And I take full responsibility for that. I trusted the information that was given to me rather than the information I could have and should have gotten myself. In both of these situations, doing research into these people's public social media profiles would have revealed their true ages and therefore these conversations would have never happened in the first place. But I didn't do the research. And that is what is so embarrassing. Um, as an adult, it is my job and my responsibility to verify who I'm talking to. And therefore, there is no one to blame for this other than myself. Okay, well, I mean, the allegedly is it's that's kind of like a weird point to contest, isn't it? Because I'm assuming that the accusers wouldn't have been like, I said I was 18. Like that would make up for a very bad, a nonsensical accusation. Would it unless the way I have? Okay, so I've only seen the James Charles apology. I haven't seen the accused videos. And apparently there are videos. 
videos. I, I'm not going to go seek that out. But um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that's something we need to revisit necessarily. No, I just mean like if I were the accusers, I wouldn't be like, I told him I was 18, you know, because then that makes your story like completely like moot. <laughs> so I guess. So he's basically like James James Charles mm-hmm. is his name. He's, <laughs> he's basically saying that they lied to him about uh, his age. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I don't disagree. However, I thought it was I mean, a little... Yeah, I, I was a little... I'm a little confused because I mean, I, in my relationships, I've never asked for verification of anybody's like ID or anything. I mean, I feel like if you are trafficking in that territory, you That's should... That's prob- a very like poor if- choice of word. No, a choice of word to use regarding... <laughs> <laughs> Re- <laughs> okay if you have to question if you had to say that question if you had to ask that question then you should probably look for someone else. that's a good point that's a good point if you have to second guess it maybe you shouldn't that's a good point although okay however however i don't know i've seen i've interacted with quite a few individuals who for like trend like business like in my day-to-day work and i'm like okay and then it comes to like getting their like the uh, sensitive information and like their birth date and it's like wait what you're how old but you present a lot more Mm -hmm. mature than that i guess however i guess it's also the year in which we live in because i don't know everybody's on instagram and everybody wants to look like an instagram model so okay well the boys and the girls are like what what is he he's 21 right oh i'm not sure i think i'm willing to cut him a little slack to be young and rich and famous may 23rd he's born 1999 you may make some classic mistakes as a young and rich and popular person. See, that's what it is. Maybe you didn't think you need to fact check people. But I mean, has, but the thing for this is like, hasn't he apologized for various things? Like, I just feel like... He has, but also I feel like, again, being young and rich and hyper visible to so many people, I feel like you're bound to have more slip ups that are more public than the average person because because lord knows wow i too have been in a slip but nobody knows who i am like that right on that like huge magnified scale right so i feel like it's done things well wow well look at us for being so charitable today i think it's because i mean i know about you bitch i know about your skeletons in your closet too okay <laughs> i think that no no i think the age thing is why i feel the kids uh, yeah i think he's 21 like and he's like how and he has how much money? Like, don't already do it again. that young. Like, someone needs to take his phone away. Or you know, like, like I don't know. Like, there has to be like a PR person or like a general adult or maybe like a, a I don't know, a manager who's like who sits all these young celebrities down. Like, hey, these are the things that you should not do. Hmm. I don't know. It's also. I don't know. It also seems like part of that generation is always like being online and like pouring your whole heart and soul out onto the internet for some reason. Mm. I don't know what that's about, but okay. Well, what I can't. What do you think about the apology itself? I mean, it was a pretty solid apology. Yeah, someone who did a good write up for him. He said that it was unscripted. <laughs> Soy raised an eyebrow and looked at me like, "No, ma'am." Unscripted. Yeah, unscripted. Yeah, sure. He's wow. so that that articulate for fourteen minutes. Oh my goodness. He's always look, he, he's quite without, he's quite look, art, without looking at art, anything. Articulate. Also, like you can't okay, and that's the other thing, right? Like I would be concerned if you decided to record an apology for this kind of thing without having something written down because mm-hmm. that is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So I just can't just be winging it all <laughs> willy nilly like us in this show. We yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can't just be like, uh, let me uh, speak from my heart and then write that stuff down. Yeah, send it to legal. Yeah, at least have some bullet points. See, in this case, I would send it to my people and have it send it to their people. And by my people, I mean the lawyers. Then the lawyers send it to the PR team. Then the PR team sends it back to the lawyers and they send it back to the PR team. Then the PR team sends it to me. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I, so I don't believe it was unscripted. And if it was unscripted, that's a bad move. <laughs> you hear it here first, folks. Lawyer up. Yeah. And with that, we are going to take a smooth quick Wait, break. Wait, we oh, didn't have, right? Oh, oh. Oh my goodness. Wow. Here, I thought we concluded. Oh, I thought we were just going to give it a good score. I gave it a passing grade. I gave it a passing grade. I gave it a a solid eight. An eight? Mm -hmm. I too will give it an eight. Because he exemplified exactly what went wrong. He said it was stupid. He took 
full ownership and accountability. Okay. I think the, the 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 title of the video is literally it is literally holding myself accountable. Fine, I'll give it an eight. See a nice solid passing grade. <laughs> Actually, I'll give it an eight point. Wow, generous! I'm feeling generous. I'm feeling quite, quite generous. I'm just thinking, like at age twenty one, would I have the know how to do this? Probably not. So actually, this is quite impressive. It is, and to be so masterful with like owning a brand as well, and then ha- marketing yourself in such a way where it is so easily palatable, the masses, and then selling your image and likeness and making money in the stores like that. Well, I don't know about all that, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's rich too far from me. And being just talented it themselves as in okay. their artistry. Okay, this is uh, you're going to. Uh, I I am <laughs> only willing to go so far on this James Charles bridge. Okay, all right. And which, <laughs> listen, dolls doing their thing. Okay, okay all right. Okay. With that, we'll be right back. Bye. <laughs> And we're back with juicy dumplings. Yum 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 yum. Our pop culture and music. So just off the bat, want to do a quick little shout out to Lil Nas X, who has scored his second Billboard 100 number one. <laughs> What a track. What a track. Congratulations. I'm very happy for him. I don't I I was giving him streams because I was like, you know what? All these people can suck it. I'm I'm here for the agenda. You're here for the queer agenda. Yeah. Mm, look at them. They've won. Is that what you wanted? They won. Well, I mean, so uh, we were talking about this last week. I was like, you idiots. Like, look how like worse. Like you gave him this number one. Like, like he played you, you dummies. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. And the song, you know what the song is about? Yeah, I mean, it's grown on me now because I was giving, I was trying to actively give him streams. So I was like playing it when I would like start well, to listen to music. I like purposely click on his track first. And now I guess I'm into it through sheer repetition. You know what? I think I'm going to play this after we're done. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I, I did listen to it once in the week though. Good. Good song. Good song. It's just fun. And then he posted like this really like, like sweet video of him like talking to himself from like a year ago yeah i would say sweet indeed if you know what i'm saying i don't know what you're saying bent wrist <laughs> sweet in the water no it's like talking about like Got a little sugar in the tank it's <laughs> talking about like the how like depressed he was at the time and <laughs> and how he deserves like good things and worked hard and blah 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 i was like yeah that's nice that was nice that was nice i like that i like that concept as well you know yeah maybe i should do that record a video for myself for next year and be like remember these exams you made it through. provided if i actually do make i was it gonna through. say do you just need to make an alternate video just in case <laughs> like you can refer to yeah one video where it's like, like you fail but you did the rewrite and you passed Woo. and then you do another and then another video that's like you passed <laughs> options choices yeah, exactly <laughs> so wow. what are we eating in these dumplings this week okay so on? i guess we should talk about this since it's kind of related to something we did before regarding justice league what did, oh what's going on there have you heard no. about no, no i've been buried in work this week what's going on well this stuff's been going on for a while so that's why i'm wondering if you knew like the ray fisher stuff what, what? oh you don't even know who he is okay no i do know who he is <laughs> are you talking about the controversy regarding the the movie that was supposed to come out what no what movie that's supposed to come out like the one from like last year or whatever that everybody's missing you talking about like you talking about the cyborg movie uh, well Cy- the cyborg movie is canceled i guess oh it's canceled of- yeah what okay so you don't really know no i don't know All what's right. going on so ray fisher i think maybe like last summer basically came out publicly and criticized joss whedon who did the reshoots on justice league and said he was like abusive and just abusive on set like just what's like he a doing cracking around the whip whip <laughs> Says. Yeah. Get the line right. <laughs> Say booyah. <laughs> the fuck is your mother box? <laughs> Which incidentally, the booyah line is a point of controversy because he didn't want to say the booyah line. Why? Because he thought it was like uh he didn't want aggressively like, black. He didn't want like the only only character to have a catchphrase in that movie to be the black guy. So anyway, okay, all right. This is a uh this is a p- bad um, explanation. But basically, he came out publicly to complain. We're and then, used to it. Don't worry. Go on. And then... <laughs> 
Wow, we don't interrupt me again so that this can be further prolonged. <laughs> and then like there was like an investigation uh, that Warner Brothers did and yada, yada, yada. Just like a very like convoluted mess and like a very public exchange of uh, words. Yo, King. I don't know. I don't mean to laugh. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> It's this terrible image that I now have in my mind <laughs> of Joss Whedon <laughs> just whipping the actors of Justice League on set. Not even just them, the the crew, camera crew. <laughs> I mean, that would partially explain why the movie is so bad. <laughs> why it looked like no one wanted to be there. Crafts and services is also just getting sucked. This episode is too brought to you by a glass of Chardonnay, but continue. Okay. Oh my god. So okay, so what's going on? What are people saying about it? Okay, so at the time the the investigation ended, I think the end of last year. And obviously they don't disclose what happens. Like these things oh, are always hush hush. They oh. just say like remedial actions were taken kind of thing. And so you kind of got the sense that there was acknowledgement oh, that shit, that brought me back to middle school. What? Remedial action is necessary. Oh, continue. <laughs> Wow. Well, let's let's just let's just skip over that for now. Let's just keep going. I'm not, I don't want to bro- <laughs> don't want to approach that topic. It basically ended with like Joss Whedon parting ways with Warner Brothers, and then also like all the stuff about him and the sexual harassment stuff, like also kind of trickled out. So yeah. just generally, like it was like let's move on, like get rid of him, whatever, whatever. So it was a dignified firing. It was a dignified. Oh parting. no! But Ray Fisher was like not happy about it still. Okay, because he says there was like a culture of like trying to protect him and, well and like enabling behavior well, well and so it's like a very public drawn out back and forth but the reason i'm bringing this up now is because ray fisher recently did like an interview with the hollywood reporter where he like details this whole thing and just like tells his complete story oh shit yes so it's very long but i'm just gonna give you some uh some little tidbits so one of the things that he talks about is, so if you watch the, well, you watch both versions of Justice League, I would say that one of the big differences in it is that quality? Cyborg, well, quality, uh, and not that Cyborg's story gets like completely shafted in the reshoots. Like Cyborg is like a barely an entity in the theatrical version of Justice League. Which one do you refer to as a theatrical again? The one that was in theaters. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, well, I use theatrical in a very different <laughs> <laughs> I actually yeah. okay yes okay okay mm-hmm. so <laughs> mm-hmm. sorry was that a question no I'm just like I'm just saying like so that's one of the things right mm-hmm. like that they really cut cyborg stuff out mm-hmm. and then so it was kind of like what was the point of him being even being there yeah there was no point in a bunch of them being there to be honest well yeah especially yeah. in the theatrical version once they revive Superman and Superman shows up he just takes care of everything so I was like what's the point of the, the rest of you exactly but anyway, <laughs> anyway so there was a, a, so there was an interaction where I guess Ray Fisher was trying to give some feedback on the script and changes to, that Joss Whedon was making um, re- with regard to the character and then so he says that Joss Whedon said that it feels like I'm taking notes right now and I don't like taking notes from anybody not even Robert Downey Jr. Wow so t- and then apparently like he was also like Joss Whedon was also dismissive of Gal Gadot, Gadot mm-hmm. and Jason Momoa who also were like what the hell are you doing to this script yeah and then so it also came out that like he pressured Gadot to record lines that she didn't want to and that um, he threatened her on set and said that he could make her look bad in the movie and then he disparaged the director of Wonder Woman Patty Jenkins yeah these are all things hold on and so everybody else has just been quiet on this issue so apparently Gal Gadot did it privately so she took it to the studio head and they kind of resolved it on their own internally. They increased her paycheck for her having <laughs> to even think about enduring that, as did everybody else included. I hope they each got a five million on top. Oh, maybe. That's wild. That's wild. And you mean to tell me that they've been protecting him? Well, yeah. So and that's... just doing this dignified firing instead of putting him out to dry? Yeah, well, and then, yes. And also, like, protecting the other senior, like, staff on, like, the DC universe. Mm. So, you see, mm. yeah. Mm. You see, the problem with the dignified firing is that... Uh, 
Never mind. I was going to say something, but I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. Because on one hand, at least you get to have, you're still fired, but at least you still get to have, you know, your life intact. Because yeah. the other one, it's like, well, everything crumbles around. Yeah. Um. What else happened? Oh, okay. So another thing that was revealed through the investigation. Oh my, was, more? There's a lot of stuff here. So um, there's this show called Krypton. And I've never watched it. I think I saw an ad for it before. It's like a show about pre-Superman. Mm-hmm. Television series um so I, I think apparently at the time the show's creators wanted to do some non-traditional casting and they wanted to actually cast um reggae jean page who obviously oh. we now know from bridgerton oh. um they wanted to cast him as superman's grandfather but john uh, jeff johns or whatever his name is like one of the head dc people vetoed it because they he wanted it the person to be white <laughs> why is he because, in any way well uh, you know how people feel very strongly about fictional characters maintaining their fictional race, oh like it, gosh. like it contributes to the character. They're not even from this world. Why would these these limitations apply to such beings? Mm-hmm. Why does that make any sense? Why does that make any sense? Tell me how that makes any sense. Because the fans—that's what the fans, the top fans like. Oh, good. But yeah, also other shady things. So at one point, Warner Brothers hired an outside investigator. Hold on, this only air what the runtime for this was one year what the network was sci-fi of oh, the show i've never watched it march 21st 2018 to august 14th 2019 oh so okay not that not that <sighs> but um oh another salacious detail is that at one point they hired an outside investigator to oversee this thing this investigation mm-hmm. um but it turned out that the investigator was someone that warner brothers had worked with multiple times in the past so obviously you're immediately your the alarm bell goes off <laughs> and then um ray fisher like they're like we got this i know just the girl to call <laughs> you know just hang on just great go, success sifting through the rolodex just <laughs> like who helped us ask. they wrote a nice one for us that's funny it gets worse how because how? so ray fisher asked this investigator who oversaw the investigation and the investigator gave him this person like named this like the name a name of this person and it turned out like so when he googled this person he is the this person was a black in-house attorney who worked at warner brothers but it turned out that like this person was not overseeing the investigation like they were not related to the investigation at all and the investigator basically just picked a random black person <laughs> and was like this is the one <laughs> They shall, they shall do they shall do just fine yeah so yes that's what happened this does not and they were they just had a w they just had a win and look at them look at them now yeah the movie was actually good and now look at them squirming and and having to now i'm sure this is gonna go this is gonna make its way around through the rest of the cast because when did all of this news break i did hear about the jean what is his what is his sir who uh the the prince duke from oh reggie reggie john page what is, it? is it reggae? 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 I, I don't know. Reggae? Reggae. Sean Page? Page. Page. Okay, that news I saw break, like, he made a mention of it. I saw that in real time, yeah. I think, a couple days ago. And so, does this mean that everybody else is going to start talking about it now as well? Is Jason Moore going to start talking about it? Are there NDAs that they say that they've since they've resolved it, they can't talk about it? I, well, I mean... Is Gal Gadot going to talk about it? Gal Gadot didn't, hasn't said anything. She just, just kind of said that she had issues that there were that were taken care of does she do press outside of the movies yes she does yes she she was part of the imagine sing-along that was (laughs) (laughs) what a stain what a stain on uh, what a way to kick off the quarantine i was like okay look at these rich people being out of touch with reality they're just they're singing girl we're trying to figure out how the hell we're we gonna pay rent next month you're talking about singing imagine oh that was what a moment what a <laughs> moment what do you mean we can't go to work what are you talking about? um actually jay so jason momoa had spoken out earlier like before this full profile broke so um at one point warner brothers like made some sort of announcement about a project that Jason Momoa was supposedly involved in mm-hmm. but it was clearly timed in a way to distract from the Ray Fisher stuff and so actually throughout like this profile like they talk about the multiple times that Warner Brothers was basically being really shady and trying to like uh, sweep it under the rug but yeah mm-hmm. so Jason Momoa at one point said 
said, I just think it's fucked up that people released a fake Frosty announcement without my permission to try to distract from Wave Fisher speaking up about the shitty way we were treated on Justice League reshoots. Serious stuff went down and needs to be investigated and people need to be held accountable. Oh! So they've been thoroughly getting dragged for quite a while now. This is just like the most comprehensive like retelling of the story. Mm, I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. Alright, so things are just about to hit the fan is what you're saying. So maybe we'll have an update next week. Yeah. Who knows? Someone might get fired. (laughs) I just think I wanted like the interns. It's like it was all their fault. Yeah. Okay. Shall we move on to the next dumpling? Yeah, let's move on to the next dumpling. Oh, God. Okay, let's talk about this. Fine. Um, there's recently been some black backlash at the Journal of the American Medical Association because they- what do they do now? <laughs> what do they do this time? What do you mean this time? What do you know about them that they did before? <laughs> <laughs> What? Okay, we can have that. We can have that conversation just after. What? What's going on? So they had a podcast episode where they talked about structural racism in medicine, and it was like between like two editors of the Journal of the American Medical Association. Okay, what did they say? So. <sighs> I'm a, okay, wait, no, I should just tell you what they said. So basically, it was like one person explaining to the other person what structural racism was, or is. Um, so this was to be like a live conversation? Is what it's you're a podcast episode. Like, it's like, like what we're doing right now. Okay, but, but what's about structural racism? Are they, so one is abreast on the topic and one is not? Yeah. So the topic is structural racism and like the guest is someone who like knows more about it. Oh, oh, and they're being interviewed. Interviewed by the host. Oh, okay, okay. And, but, but they both are editors on this journal. Okay, okay, all right, continue. So I think the problem, or not the problem, I guess the thing that triggered people was that the interviewer was saying really self, like really basic things that I guess someone in that position, they, people thought should understand. So he said stuff like, given that racism is legal, how can it be so embedded in society that's considered structural? I'm so sorry. He said, given that you said legal? Racism is illegal. Oh. How can it be so embedded in society that it's considered structural so you know like when you it's basically he, it's is like he playing devil's advocate no i he also said okay let me just go a little further on he also says things about like he thinks that using the term racism might be hurting us because um he basically feels like when you say the word structural racism people take it really personally because it's like you're calling them a racist and he's like i'm jewish yada yada, yada. <laughs> like, I've been, yes i've been taught from you know from a young age that you know it's bad to be racist so it was basically like a conversation did you not know that one's yarmulke protects them from ever even considering a racist thought or ideology it's a preventative measure really yeah it's a shield it's a shield yeah just cast a force field around you a force field of empathy and self awareness yeah what does he say he says stuff like oh um, so i can see exactly where this began to go yeah because he's like what does he i'm trying to find the word i think using the term racism invokes feelings amongst people as i just said my own feelings earlier on that make it that are negative and that people do have this response that we've said repeatedly i'm not a racist so why are you calling me a racist and the blah blah blah, blah, blah. yeah this whole just because i said just because people feel like if they don't acknowledge that they're racist that somehow uh nullifies the idea that they can be racist and they're like well I don't feel like oh we should round up all the black people and you know put them somewhere else and I feel like just because they're not saying that does not mean that they can be racist because it's funny I did actually call out someone's microaggression quite recently and they were like what 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 huh they were like flabbergasted at the idea and I was like no that that that's exactly what that's exactly what we're talking about yeah so my thing is like if you read the full conversation basically comes across as someone who doesn't understand what structural racism is, who thinks that we live in some sort of la-di-da world where racism doesn't exist like in that form, and who thinks like the because of the connotation of the word, 
word, like we should avoid using the word racism in the context of structural racism. It's like a conversation that multiple, I think a lot of people need to have with someone because I genuinely think a lot of people think like that. I'm just confused why they had this conversation then decided to publish it. It's like, just keep that to yourself. Like this is a good learning opportunity for you. I'm glad that you are learning things. I don't know why. Should have just left it there. Left it at that kind of, that treasure. You should have took that nugget of uh, joy yeah. and gone with it. You should have played it back and be like, we can't publish this. That is kind of shocking to me, actually. Because it makes for terrible pull quotes. I could only imagine how the, I kind of want to listen to it now. They took it down. I have the transcript, though, if you want to read it. Ooh, maybe somebody took a grab uh, actual thing. Well, the, he's been, this man has now stepped down from the journal, obviously. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> but like this, okay, so the thing is like, I don't think he what necessarily to needed to go. Like you just, I think it's more like you need, you know what, he people... should have took an Andrew Lemming and took a, <laughs> a course or a, <laughs> taught by maybe yeah. a black therapist on how, no, hold on. That's a, no, no, yeah, 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 no, no, no. Taking a course on how that structural racism is definitely a thing and it needs to be instructed by a black person. Right. Though. Like you need to go take a course you need to get some like diversify your edit editing team like i don't really necessarily think you needed to be fired but like it is a bad look and a stupid thing to publish and in the i think in the greater context of you know, actual structural racism in medicine, it looked really bad because like there's a lot of like quantifiable things that we know are racist within the medical system, like pulse oximeters, for example, you know, like, yeah, which is, uh, did that, did that come out? Was that a recent finding uh, or is that something that's not, always been a thing? Because I did reread that recently, but I can't, I don't remember if that's, that's been a widely accepted. Uh, I hear about it more now, hmm. but I think it was a little while ago. Or even just it, even just down to things like uh, not getting the proper like uh, uh, pregnancy attention, yeah, as like well perceptions of pain. Perception of pain. What? Where did this thing that black people are like superhuman come from? Apart from us being great athletes and great musicians, I don't. Who knows? But I mean, so like that's why I mean, and like great dancers. Like <laughs> there's like you know we're pretty freaking great at everything, and that's why they'd be mad. And they need like um, <laughs> I agree, um, but I think that's why you need diverse people within these positions right because if you have just a bunch of these people within the board great physicists editor, mm -hmm. edit, like if you all you have on these teams are just journal, a bunch are these people who don't understand what structural racism is then you're just going to keep perpetuating these things and then you know what's so paradoxically is it's the same people that are like okay well i don't understand that structural racism is a thing but i also don't feel like you know we should have any sort of affirmative action because you know what i did my work and i got here so you know what i feel like everybody else should too. I have had so many infuriating conversations about affirmative action. And it in is medicine. It's 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 wild. It's wild. Um <laughs> and then see this is exactly this brings us back to tokenism. It's <laughs> a conversation that we were having prior to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like th there are people like I've talked to people who genuinely think that the people who come through some of these like diverse diverse applicant programs, like that they won't make good, you know, medical professionals or as good medical professionals. And it's like, I, I've definitely had a situation where I was in a professional environment and I was second guessing the information and more times than not, it was definitely from a white person. It wasn't necessarily a person that just pushed through <laughs> the affirmative action train. It's just... I don't know. I mean, it's just like such a gross misunderstanding of the issue. But yeah, so I mean, I guess I'm feeling really charitable today because I kind of feel bad that he had to lose his job. I do kind of feel bad that he had to lose. Uh, what an expensive lesson. That's... I'm sure he'll be fine, but... You know what? I'm... Why am I acting as though he probably won't just take a couple months vacation, ride out like the next fourth wave of lockdown. Yeah. We're in third. Haha, <laughs> joke. And then be fine and get a new job somewhere else, right? Right, but this is probably his side job. They probably he probably has multiple jobs. He's fine. I just he's fine. If you get to be if you get to be that position, yeah. you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I'm feeling less sympathetic now. <laughs> well, that sounds like some great jumbling. So should we take a break and get to the armchair critic? Sure. All right. We'll be back. 
And we are back with our final segment called Armchair Critic. I got a little excited there. Not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> why? You didn't like it? I did. Well, I don't know. I had a weird inflection. Our segment where we discuss the feature film of the week. And in this week, we are talking about... What is the actual title of this? Uh, it's uh, called Godzilla vs. Kong. That's it? Yeah. They went they, That's a, to the Taking back to the basics. Yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong. All right. Well, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Oh, sorry. I usually do this yeah. intro stuff. Up, I guess you do. Godzilla versus Kong is the end, or I guess the latest chapter of the MonsterVerse, which was two Godzilla movies and one King Kong movie, and now you have a Godzilla versus Kong movie. There were two Godzilla movies. Yeah, I'm not well versed on this world. I know of the King Kong one. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Aren't there two King Kong ones? Isn't there one in like '78? If I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh well, if you want to do that, there are multiple. There's like three King Kong movies at least. But I mean, That's like one King Kong movie that is with in this monster oh the v- monster verse gotcha yeah. gotcha okay yeah okay well i'm oh, sorry i guess i should say the summary this movie is about <laughs> exactly what you think it is godzilla fighting <laughs> kong um exactly i don't know if i should belabor you with the attempt at a bot it involves trying to get kong to the hollow earth which is this thing this prehistoric world that is underneath the earth's crust Science be damned, there is no core of the earth. Instead, there is a, <laughs> a hollow earth filled with prehistoric creatures and fauna and weird gravity and stuff, stuff, stuff. And so they're trying to get Kong to that place because there cannot be two titans on earth or on the surface of the earth, I guess. I don't want to talk about the plot anymore. They fight each other a few times, okay? That's it. <laughs> and uh, action ensues. Yeah. But did, did you, you know that the runtime of King Kong, the one released in 2005 is three hours and 21 minutes that's not the monsterverse Kong. why was this movie this long it was good I, you didn't watch that one? i definitely did but i was a child 2005 i don't yeah, remember i don't Jackson. remember what was it i don't remember well i mean that movie covered a lot of ground my goodness that movie is actually i think well i mean it's not involved with the monsterverse but it's definitely the best out of the, these movies okay let's talk about this one because clearly i'm someone who's not really up to date on the monsterverse as someone who <laughs> is fresh into it and watching just for the hype i had a question (laughs) (laughs) i had questions and eyebrow raises and concerns (laughs) okay go on okay well hold on let me see what i wrote down here back back this up a little bit okay let me just preface this while you look that up there are plot holes in this movie where the size of which you could fit both king kong and godzilla through if they were holding hands the plot holes in this movie are massive okay please begin okay my first question my <laughs> begins with okay so they're just sending children out into as sacrifices to these giant beings no the child is with trinkets <laughs> no 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 the child was part of the indigenous population at skull island but the rest of them are dead now she's the last one why are the rest of them dead there was a storm or something these are plot points that are covered in like one sentence you know like they say one sentence and it's like when can you miss it kind of thing i do remember i oh never mind the woman did go on to explain that actually yes, that she was by rebecca hall yes she um, is a walking narrative machine she is she <laughs> she progresses the story <laughs> she she, she spends her time saying lines giving the for the trailer she does she does kong bows to no one to no one you know things of that nature <laughs> <laughs> Go on. More questions. I know that you have many. I also had many. Okay. And then, I mean, just fast forwarding a little bit further, the sight of Godzilla will never not be funny <laughs> because he looks like somewhere between a CGI masterpiece as well as an just large blown up T-Rex. <laughs> 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 with stegosaurus-like features uh, on his back. You know what? They, I, I will say Godzilla is inherently a cartoonish character, right? If you look back at its origins. So I will give them a pass, but I agree. That looks stupid. All right. Well, going just on to question number two. I thought that homegirl, indigenous girl was deaf. Yes, she is. Ha- okay. All right. Because <laughs> I wanted to get that clear. How did she know <laughs> that they were planning on transporting homeboy Kong? <laughs> Across to, to middle to hollow earth. 
there are multiple points in this movie where people, so like like Rebecca Hall and like Alexander Skarsgård are having full-on, you know, verbal conversation. Full. Full conversation. No signing. No signing involved. Absolutely none. Barely even body language. And she, the little child seems to know, yes, exactly what they just talked about. <laughs> but, but you're thinking too much about this movie if okay. you're asking that. I actually thought that her character was the only human character that was remotely interesting. Believable? Well, I don't know about believable, but remotely interesting. I, I don't know. The amount of disbelief they were expending, expecting <laughs> me to suspend was truly astronomical, but they were just like, well, if you're watching a movie about a giant gorilla yes, and a light, ice light beaming, what what did they call What is that? What are those rays called? It's the same thing that's in uh, the Game know. of Thrones. What is well, God, so, okay, so I think the origins of Godzilla is that it was a product of nuclear radiation from the atomic bombs, and that's how this monster was created. What was lizard? Yeah, I guess. Wait, that's all the questions you had? I have so many questions, too. Oh, I feel like I have another one. I have another one. Okay, so why did they just take turns whipping each other's asses? Why didn't one go in for the jugular and finish it when they had the chance? I don't know. So you can, yeah, but we need to get multiple fights, okay? You can't watch the movie Godzilla versus Kong and they only throw down once. I did because I feel like it was around, what was the minute mark that they started throwing down? About what, 30 minutes? 35 minutes in? Yeah. And I was like, what's going to happen for the rest of the movie then? (laughs) Fight again. I suppose. There are, yeah, there are many plot holes here. So like even like right off the top. If, okay, no, hold on. Before you get there, I have another question while we're still there. (laughs) Okay. How did they find a restraint that was so strong (laughs) to hold one of the most powerful titans on the planet? How did they put the freaking dome over the island? How did they put the dome? We're just expected that like, yeah, the dome exists. Yeah. Well, actually it wasn't. I think it was a fake island. It was in a stadium. No. Okay. So what, what they said was, so he lives on Skull Island. So like that thing was Skull Island. They just built a dome on top, like on it. You that know? looks like a stadium. No, it was like, but it was from the, out- no, but the outside looked like a stadium. Yeah. Because they built this giant thing around. It's like they put a thing on top. So they still were on Skull Island. So what is this dome made out of? Metal. <laughs> Holographic things. Science. Projectors. Science. Science. There's a lot of mystic. air quote science. <laughs> air quote mystic science going like, on. Like when they were talking about the hollow earth, I was like, holy shite. Like you guys don't even know what you're talking about. I was like, hollow earth. I will say I appreciate the brutal efficiency of this movie. It's like, it is almost like it is embarrassed. It's embarrassed. Yeah. So they're it's just, trying just to like blazes through. Rush through it in the most like nice and still beautifully cinematographic way yeah question mark on that word (laughs) (laughs) yes they were just like let's just keep going let's just get the good stuff let's just plow through let's just plow through just keep going just bear with us guys just please bear with us and if you i think if you watch it through that lens it's not that bad because once you get to the fights i did enjoy it here's what i'm gonna say about the fights right i think that because they are so realistic in the sense where the windup on them is pretty realistic to exert such a force it almost is a little boring and it's almost like watching like two craw crayfish like attack one another in the sense where it's a little slow oh really i did not get that vibe at all i really enjoyed the f- i like the first one on the boat like when the boat flips over and then like king kong's underwater okay that brings me to my sixth question how did those people not where did the water go <laughs> yeah yeah on the boat if it was under where did the water go yes when the boat flips it just flips up. back over and it's like oh well all is fine yeah and then all the water just suddenly like disappeared right away there and they're a little wet there should have been much more casualties everybody seemed quite calm for what had just experienced they just experienced yes there was a lot of calmness at things that happened like even when they get to the hollow earth it's like look at this place that you just entered and everyone's just like oh that's oh, nice okay <laughs> okay good all right it's like it's like you landed in like Avatar Land, and then you're just like, yeah, mm. that's nice. All right, that's what we expected. <laughs> it's like when you just like arrive to like your destination on vacation. It's like, hmm. yeah, yes, the weather, nice. nice. All right, let's go put these bags down and get to <laughs> drinking. And they're just very casual, very relaxed about the whole situation. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I can. Are we? <laughs> have you gone on? Do you enjoy the film? Wait, no. There are more things. There I are more things that you about. want to talk about. All right, go ahead. Um. So for example, 
Oh, wait. Well, I think we should talk about the cast briefly. Sure. It is a very stacked and large cast of people. Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Becca Hall... Brian Tyree <sighs> Henry, Kyle Chandler, Lance Reddick, Damian Bashir. I don't know how to say his name, but he's in good movies. So like a bunch of people who are good actors in their own right. And they are here in this movie doing nothing. Lance Reddick. Yeah. 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 I don't understand what like, so my thing with these movies, it's like you have to pick a lane, right? Like you either commit to having like interesting characters or you just like say, screw it and just move on. But then if you're saying screw it, just move on. Why are there so many, Why characters so many characters in this movie like i was thinking about this like the whole millie bobby brown brian tyree henry and the ki- uh, other kid like those Julian three characters Den- Dennison. those three characters you can cut all of them you can cut all that out and it would make zero difference to the plot to be honest they could have just kept brian henry and just left it at that he could have just had his whole podcast thing just on the side and just left it just there but like you, you could even did we need the rest did we need the other two no. did we need the star factor of millie bobby brown in this particular film well he was okay so for she the was, sake of continuity she was in yeah i was gonna say she who was who cares who cares i agree you know what now i'm getting annoyed i actually now that i'm really thinking back to this movie i actually disliked it i actually oh. did i actually disliked it i enjoyed it was not good i enjoyed the fight in hong kong they blow up that place pretty good okay so what is the death toll is that is going on in this movie you're expecting Millions. me to just millions it's literally millions of people it's literally and especially within a densely populated area such as hong kong i feel like literally millions of people and they make dead. like a they make a very like passing remark where lance reddick like i'm evacuating i've evacuated a city like you asked <laughs> it's like okay all right <laughs> yeah that worked i'm sure that that's that okay yeah yeah okay we can't even get people to put masks on and you're just <laughs> expecting me that you're gonna get people to evacuate a uh, city out of hong kong in a matter of hours oh Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Sure, Jan. But I don't know. I like the fight stuff. I thought they were pretty creative with that stuff. Like, cause like Parsh, the one thing is like, I guess. Okay. Maya Simmons, that character is hot. What did she serve to the plot? Apart from being the son of no, Mr. She... Evil Man. A oh, daughter man. of Mr. Evil Man. Who had good intentions, but turned out to be a villain. Okay. Well, this, he, he practically shows up on the screen trolling his mustache. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time they pan to his character, it is just like this dark theme that like kind of softly plays in the background and you just gotta listen for it. But that's what I mean. Like this movie is like embarrassed by its plot. Like it just moves along so quickly and every beat that you know is gonna come when they hit it, it's like they're like, okay, go, 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 go. Let's just get through this, guys. All right, let's get it done. So that the ape can hit the thing. The Stegosaurus T-Rex I liked it though. Because you know, like I came into this movie thinking like, how are you gonna have Godzilla fight King Kong like obviously Godzilla would win like this is someone who like breeds atom atomic fire mm-hmm, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. against a big ape mm-hmm. but you know they made it work like as you're watching and you're like okay like I can see how this is a fight at least and I liked how they made that work. it was cool I don't know I liked it I didn't like it but I the movie was... is stupid stupid it wasn't with good. many O's it wasn't good it wasn't good no it was awesome no no it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't good for all of the reasons and then questions that I had, you may have a few more if you actually watch intently. There are more because questions. I definitely was trying to have the best time whilst watching it. Not sure what soy. What were you up to while you were watching this? I knew I had to chuck my brain at the door, and I did, so I enjoyed. It. <laughs> okay, well, so it's like okay, the movie is called Godzilla versus Kong. Like if you come in wanting to pick at it, there are like I said, massive things to pick. Okay, at but it. see, here's the thing, right? This movie is it has a time at a place and the time was a couple years ago while it was still hot maybe at the beginning of cinema as well when this continued this la di da plot could have gone on now if you're gonna do something like this you gotta do it better i don't know the lines that are actually uttered make them good well the actors that are actually on screen let them have some chemistry and and let them have lines with purpose and maybe we could have cut three more of those supporting characters if we're just keeping it a buck you can cut a lot but okay so what kind of like what happened with this movie was the second Godzilla movie did not do well so you can ask even like as you watch this movie like you can kind of feel that someone took a chainsaw to this movie 
and was like, I'm just going to cut. I'm just going to cut as much as possible and still have like a functioning film. So like, I think if if you're a fan of the MonsterVerse or whatever, I think this movie is actually disappointing because it actively doesn't care about any of the connections that it has to the previous film. Like I was looking, I was Googling this because I didn't know, I don't care about this franchise. But there are characters in this movie that are related to previous other characters in previous films. There are characters that are playing older versions of other characters that showed up in previous films. Oh! Like, but they doesn't care. Like, the movie doesn't even acknowledge that these connections exist. So you have to essentially look it up and be a geek about it to find out. So, Easter eggs for those who care. Yeah, but I just, like, it just feels like maybe at one point there was a version. for people who care, I guess, so that's a... No, but I think it's, it's not Easter eggs because I feel like at one point there must have been a script that did emphasize these relationships. And normally I don't like to be spoon fed, but I mean, in this case, I mean, they had, they could have took, I don't know, an additional 15 minutes and then really clarified a couple things first. <laughs> there is zero clarification on anything. Uh, and the characters are just so one dimensional for the most part and boring. I don't care about any of them. I don't care. And you know what's crazy? Norm- I, I don't normally feel this way, but if anything had happened to any one of them during this onslaught that they were doing throughout the cities, I would have been like, huh? Well, sucks. <laughs> well, they don't even really bother trying to kill these people. Out. They don't because if they did, but they would have done that during that first scene with that boat. Okay. Gonna- that still doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. <laughs> what is- one of the fun things I was like, <laughs> I was watching that part immediately afterwards. I was like, what are the physics of that scene? Like King Kong jumps between like these, what are those big boats called where you launch the jets off of? Launch the jets. You know, like those like carrier oh, boats. Um, I think it's literally called. Oh. It might be. No, it's called a. Uh... Anyway, while you look that up, he jumps between them and the boat just like moves a little, you know, like this giant ape is like <laughs> jumping between boats. Like Godzilla's like climbing aboard and like punching each other on top of it. And the boat just kind of chills out. Like it's just like, do do do. Just in the ocean, just floating along. Wow. Uh, you know what? I think it is literally called a carrier boat. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, then they just have different. Oh, it's called a carrier. Yeah, it's called a carrier. Oh, wow. Aircraft carriers. Yeah, cool. Well, I mean, that's all I have to say. I'd I'd suggest that you don't watch it. Um, I'll say if you, if the idea is appealing to you, then I would watch it. Because it it is like one of those movies that's like that says, that does what it says on a tin. You know, the tin says Godzilla versus Kong, you get Godzilla versus Kong. You know what it kind of reminds me? It kind of reminds me of like a filler movie. You know, if you want to watch a movie that's action, but you're not really committed to learning about Mm -hmm. the history of the characters and having too much development too much going on and you just want to have like a mindless like good time yeah cut it on sure is it going to be good no but it will be enjoyable sure the action is well shot and i feel like i always say this like it's this feels like a a very backhanded compliment but most of these movies you can't tell what the hell's going on like like transformers it is 2021 there is no reason why it shouldn't be a well lit and b seeing exactly what the fuck is going on the cgi should be on point so i that's what i'm saying in this movie it is but i'm saying anything in 2021 that's being released oh there are many movies that are not here i am expecting to have a bar there are many many (laughs) movies where you can't tell what's going on um well, that, so, that's yeah. all. That, that that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, watch it if you are interested. And if it sounds stupid to you, then don't watch it because it is stupid. Facts, <laughs> all facts, no printer. Well, that sounds like it's been another episode of Dragon Soy. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please go ahead and like and give us uh, a subscription. Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say like, I was going to say like, comment, and subscribe. What am I doing? All of the links to our socials will be in the description box below. And we will see you next week, Monday. (laughs) Bye. Bye.